Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. And I'm on it. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Morning. It's Monday. Woohoo! You sound so excited. I feel like the weekend flew by. It did. But it was beautiful, wasn't it? It was gorgeous. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. I hope you had a great Mother's Day. Did you have a like a call with your mom or anything, Hannah? Yeah, yeah. called my mom, called my grandma. Oh, there you go. Um, did a little something for my dad's wife, Kellen. Beautiful. So, yeah, we covered all of the mom bases. Nice. I was saying yesterday that uh, one more mom, I have a mother-in-law as well, one more yeah. mom and I've collected the infinity stones of the mom. <laughs> world. <laughs> that's true. And then you can destroy half of the universe, right? Okay, that's well, that, that's a little bit too far. Well, I am I'm curious how your Mother's Day went. You can text 10939. Did it did it sound anything like this? <laughs> Woohoo! Mom's going wild. That, I, I wish it sounded like that. That sounds like a I, party. I know you do. That was the sound of uh, some of Sammy's friends, most of them moms, they were in vacation or on vacation in Miami, oh. and they have been for like a week. It's been a girls' trip, but a lot of them are moms, and that was on Mother's Day. They were at a drag brunch, bottomless mimosas, yes! just going off in oh Miami. My gosh. If you picture my idea of heaven, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Well, you know, you don't have to wait until you're a mom to get there. Treat yourself anytime that you want to just go off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, good stuff. It was so nice this weekend, though. It was perfect weather for running. Yeah, you went to you did the bridge to bridge. Yeah, we were so sore because we wanted to do bridge to bridge on Saturday, like the fundraising run. Yes. Uh, and then we also always have a workout class at our gym every Saturday morning. Yeah, can I say you're insane? You and Kevin <laughs> both, you did the workout in the morning. Well, yeah. And then you ran bridge to bridge. That's it. What the hell? We'd already canceled so many workout classes because I had COVID yeah. and then my family was here. So I said to Kevin, my fiance, let's do both. Why he still wants to marry me, I have no idea. <laughs> Seriously. But... We only did the 5K. Wow. So just that, the 5K. Just a 5K. Just a casual 5K. Yeah, just a short little 5K because we already did a workout. So that started at Lincoln and Riverside. And there was no official start time, but I yeah. back timed it so that we would probably be running across the finish line with everybody else oh, yeah. who was doing like the full and the half. I was a mad scientist. And did it work? So I'm like, they did a pace of 530 and they started at, you know, <laughs> 8 a.m. They'll be crossing at 11. Numbers spiraling around your head. Yeah, exactly. So we do our workout. We start running at Lincoln and Riverside at 11 a.m. Uh-huh. And there are these lovely volunteers at the finish line. It takes about 30 minutes. They start freaking out. They're like, you're the first ones across <laughs> the finish line. Oh, my God. Can we take your picture? Congratulations. And Kevin and I are like, oh, my God, we only did the 5K. Like, oh, my God. That's we- hilarious. <laughs> We're like, please. No, no, no. Like, they're like thinking we did a full ass marathon and we're the first ones across. Uh, we're like, oh, definitely wow. not. Yeah, so that was like the finish line is at the Ambassador Bridge, <laughs> yeah. right? You uh, guys, you guys pull up, you park at like the sculpture park and just like jog the rest of the way. Like we're number we're like, one. <laughs> and like the Spitfires mascot was there. Like the uh, oh, the man. hospital people were there. The mental health association people were there, oh. and they're like, oh my god, you guys are so good. And we're like, oh no. That's like the same. <laughs> Same energy as, like, showing up at the wrong time to someone's surprise party, and they waste the good surprise on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. They were, wow. like, so ready to be so stoked, and then we're like, oh, no, please. No, no. No paparazzi. Yeah. Wake up. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio. It was very fitting that on Mother's Day weekend, it has never been so clear to me how much I am becoming my parents. 
It's kind of a painful process, but once you accept it and just go with it, I think you're a lot happier. Well, how so? What did you start doing that you're like, oh, no, you have that, like, epiphany moment? Yeah. Um, Well, first of all, it's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Good morning. Uh, But, you know, there was a lot of yard work. I would say 95% of my weekend was dedicated to yard work, which I have no problem with. I love being outdoors. I love love working the land. I I wish it wasn't lawn work primarily because I hate the idea of lawns. But more and more as I've gotten older, there's something that has awakened in me that's like, okay, I, I need to be out there taking care of it. I'm dethatching. I'm, I'm priming the grass. I'm getting new seed. I'm putting it down. Well, if you've got a lot of really nice lawns in your neighborhood, you there's almost pressure. feel like you have yeah. to do it just so that yours doesn't stand out in a bad yeah. way. And, like, you know, let's get real. Lawns, they're, they're a status symbol. They're an illusion. They're stupid. They're a monoculture that is bad for the environment. Let's just get wild stuff, native plants growing, okay? Right. That's better. But you you but, live in a rental yeah, and you have a lawn. Exactly. Have to do what I have to do. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we went and, and bought some plants. We've got the garden center near where we are. So we actually walked to the garden center, got some lovely stuff. You walked? You had to carry all that stuff yeah. all the way back had, with you? You know, I felt so manly. Oh, man. Wasting a bag of, like, potting soil over my shoulder and walking, you know, the whatever, five minutes back to my house. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was great. So we, we did plant some actual garden stuff, got it going on. We sowed some seeds. Oh, that's good. Uh, and then meanwhile, uh, Sammy, my fiance, was inside, you know, tidying up, baking some scones or scones. I never know how to say that. I always say scones. Scone, but... I always say scones. But it, they were the blueberry scones recipe that was in the drive mag. I don't know which, uh, which edition it was, but it came in our mailbox about a month ago. We've been meaning to make these scones. That's so it was all, you know, and we intended to go to the movies and do all this stuff and we were just like now nah, let's be homebodies and work on our yard and garden and everything so you very much felt like <sighs> karen and what's your dad's name dale dale karen and dale karen and dale those are some parent names right? i've ever heard yeah of. well if you've ever had that moment where you like realize you're becoming your parents please tell us about that 519-792-6040 have you had that moment hannah yeah, I started using a lot of terminology that I think my mom used growing up. Yeah. So when I was younger, she used to think it was hilarious to say like, oh, faux pas, faux pas. <laughs> and I said that the other day. I was like, faux pas. And then I, I had this moment where I was like, oh, my God. What, in what context were you saying faux pas? I don't I don't remember. I wish I knew. I honestly wish faux I pas. knew. You know where someone like does something yeah. bad happens and you, I accidentally like did something rude or something yeah. like that. And oh, I said, it's oh, a faux pas. Faux pas. Okay. Yeah. Well, just I'll, I'm going to watch for that, and I'm going to call it out every time it happens. Or she'd be are... like, Trey Chic. And I'll <laughs> be like, ooh, that's Trey Chic. Having finally met your mom, you know, this past weekend, not this last one, but the one before, <laughs> I can see her doing that. Yeah. Uh, I think we got Shelly on the phone, 519-792-6040. You said there's a, a few ways that you're becoming like your mom, right? What are those? When I started carrying around multiple Kleenexes crumpled up in my <laughs> purse and or my coat pocket, number one. Why is that a Number thing? two when I started using butter containers for leftover yes. food containers. Big move. Number three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These are all examples. They're all the same. When I start repeating myself time oh, yeah. and time again, when I start keeping sticky notes everywhere, and I could keep going on and on and on. <laughs> I love it. I love all of those. The, uh, the butter container is too real. The amount of times. For us, it was always the Cool Whip container. So I'd look in the freezer like, You're oh, boy, yeah. here's a perfect addition to my pie, and it's like bacon fat. I'm like, well, okay, then. <laughs> Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9. Virgin Radio. When did you realize you were becoming your parents? 
Dun, dun, dun. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's not always a bad thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. For me, it's a lot of terminology. Yeah. Like the things we said when my sister and I were younger, I'm starting uh-huh. to say now. Yeah. Just everything about my weekend was I was like, I am my dad. I'm only coming inside on breaks from my yard work to drink some coffee. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking to my dog. I'm like, all right, dog, what do you think? I guess we should get up and get back at work, eh? All right, let's You're go. You're Dale. It's, I became Dale. Well, here's the thing. Another thing that my mom used to say when I was a kid is... You know you're not supposed to, like, compliment your own cooking. It's just, like, right. a weird thing that people aren't supposed to do. So every time she would make a delicious meal, she'd be like, needs more salt. Oh and so I said that the other day. I said it to Kevin. I was like, mm, it was really good. And I was like, needs more salt. If anything, just that sound alone, you're becoming needs a monster. Needs more salt. Like just that sound. 93.9 Virgin Radio, home of mouth noises. Yeah, just awful. Uh, <laughs> let's see what this, what kind of mouth noises this person wants to make. 519-792-6040. When did you know you were becoming your parents? When I started getting on my kids about making sure they told me when they have stuff so that I could pull out my calendar to fill it out. And yeah. I now put everything on a calendar all the way into like the next month. So that way I know exactly what day, what stuff's going on, what time, where I got to be. Color coding. Even a month ahead. Like I'm no longer just, oh, I'll just, you know, figure it out. Nope. Got to plan it even a month ahead. I just kind of like dropped the pen in the calendar and did one of those, oh my God. Oh my God. No. No, 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 (laughs) no. You can't do this to me. Well, it's, you know, it reminds me of that, you know, I think TikTok has been on this a lot. That little kid, it's like, damn, here we go again. You know that one? No. Where it's like, uh, the one I've seen it used as is it's like me going to tell my mom that I have a project due the next yeah. morning at like 7 p.m. and the mom's asleep. Yeah. Okay. Here we go again. Yep. Okay, I do actually That's recognize the struggle. that. Yeah. All right. You're like, I need Bristol board. <laughs> yeah. Shoppers closes in 15 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Morning. Hey, Hannah. And Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Nine Canadian restaurants were just named among the best in the whole world. Holy! And they look so delicious. Any of them close by? <laughs> I'll tell you. This is according nah. to the Forbes Travel Guide. Okay. Okay, so they claim to be the global authority on luxury hospitality. You lost me with Forbes and luxury. Forbes, <laughs> luxury. Draining my bank account for this. Nine restaurants, Canadian best in the world. Most of them, surprise, surprise, are in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Hawksworth Restaurant in Vancouver, fine dining. Mm-hmm. Cafe Boulud in Toronto. That's looks French. And then there's one called Canoe in Toronto. This one looks cool. It's Canadian cuisine. Okay. So it's strictly Canadian, and it's called Canoe. So you can dine on the finest beaver meat? Exactly. Good. Get an elk burger, maybe. <laughs> um, there's another one called One Restaurant in Toronto. They do French and Italian, and they have pitchers of spiked strawberry mint lemonade. Oh. We love any drink that's mint sold in a pitcher. Wow. Okay. Yep. Love that. Mm-hmm. There's one called Scaramouche in Toronto. That's French. There's Toke. That's what I was thinking, too. First thing. Do, do, do the Fandango. That must have been what they got it from. Uh-huh. There's Toka Restaurant in Toronto, which is traditional Italian. That's inside the Ritz-Carlton. There's one called Shea Muffy 
in Quebec City, which is not slang for a move in the bedroom. <laughs> Shea, Muffy, they do fresh Quebecois fare. Yeah. You want to come Shea Muffy? Yeah, do they also... Shea my Muffy later? They also serve uh, yoni eggs yoni sunny eggs. side up. That's right. That's right. Hard-boiled yoni oh eggs. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, my God. There's another one, Maison Bleud in Montreal. Wow. Yeah, that was gross sounding. Mm-hmm. Canadian comfort meets French luxury. And then last but not least, there's a restaurant called Toque. Toque. And I yelled it like that because there's an exclamation mark on the end. Okay. It's not just toque, it's, it's toque. Okay, then. And that is a contemporary French in Quebec. All right. So I think from now on, Hannah and Johnny on Virgin Radio, we should put an exclamation mark into our name. Yeah. Non-negotiable. Yeah, just Hannah and Johnny. That's it. That's it. Okay. We can like only that. say it like that from now on. I... <laughs> It's funny. Just these all all sound too rich for my blood, personally. Yeah. But when you mentioned that strawberry mint pitcher, yeah, it made me think of like this is how how opposite of this I am. I've been getting into foraging and stuff, and I found out that um, have you seen the little purple flower looking guys that have been sprouting up in people's gardens and yeah. yards and all over? It's like they're called grape hyacinths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use those to infuse drinks, eh? That sounds really like bougie bartender, right? But on, on the cheap, where yeah. you just you're grabbing it off the lawn. Apparently, if you take those grape, like the the purple flower parts off of it and soak it in water, you can infuse the water. People add it to lemonades. So it's like elderflower vibes. Sure. But right from your front yard. Right. That's awesome. That's uh, that's my foraging tip for you today. Hannah's going to tell you the fancy places across Canada to eat. I'm like, here's the things you can pick off the ground and eat without dying. I love it. Love the morning. Hannah and Johnny on on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's time to give away some money, 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 money. money. <laughs> Virgin Radio pays your way, brought to you by Air Miles. Ooh. Damn, it's a banger. Yes. Um, so we're going to find today's winner. It's a little loud, Johnny. Is it? Can't hear you very well. Well, that doesn't matter. The song is so good. All right, how about that? Is That's that a good. little bit better? Yep. Okay. 519-792-6040. Let's see if we got the winner on the phone. Yeah. Hello. Hi, is this Melissa? Hi. Hey, girl, Tana and Johnny from 93.9 Virgin Radio. Hi. Oh, hi. Do you have any idea why we might be calling you so early on a Monday? I hope so. Oh, my God, did I win the $10,000? Well, you've been entering your keywords diligently at virginradiowindsor.ca. Oh, my God. <laughs> no way. Yes way. You, you just, just won $10,000. Melissa. (laughs) Melissa, you've reached a point where only dogs can hear you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm shocked right now. Oh, that'll help me so much. Congratulations. Thank you so much for playing. So, what do you think you're going to use this 10 grand on? Uh, paper wedding. (laughs) A wedding! Yeah, in case you haven't heard, Hannah's been planning a wedding too. Everybody's heard. I talk about it all the time. (laughs) So, you have been too. That's amazing. Yes, it's been a couple of years. We've had to keep postponing with uh, deployments and pandemics. So amazing! So deployments? Are you military? Oh, uh, my partner. He he just came back uh, earlier this year. Well, tell him thank you and congratulations. <laughs> I will. <laughs> is he there? Where is he now? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's getting ready for work. Can we tell him? Yeah, get him, please. Okay, hold on. All right, he's on. All right, we were just telling Melissa that uh, you guys won $10,000 for Virgin Radio Pays Your Way. Woo! 
No worries. We just we wanted to congratulate you. We wanted to thank you for your service. Oh, thank you so much for your support, and oh, thanks so much, guys. You just made my day. <laughs> you made our day. Yeah, honestly. absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. And that could be you, because we give away ten thousand dollars every single week on Monday morning. So yep. be listening for your keywords for pays your way. They're at eight, ten, twelve, two, four, and six every weekday. How's that for starting a Monday? More Hannah and Johnny next. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Listen, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but keep your head on a swivel this week. Because this week has a Friday the 13th. <sighs> like, this Friday is Friday the 13th. Your Lord. Yes, and Mercury Retrograde starts tomorrow. So SOS is going to be a bad one. Don't leave your house yeah. is what Hannah's saying. We're all staying in. <laughs> and Sarah Jessica Parker, SJP, Carrie Bradshaw, she just launched her very own line of ready-to-drink Cosmopolitans. Oh, boy. Did you know I was going to say Cosmopolitans? I, I had no idea where it was. I was like, Sarah Jessica Parker in 2022, huh? Real Better Sex and the Fit City fans, yeah. they know. So this canned Cosmopolitan, it comes in like a 2-6 of premixed Cosmo and cans of premixed Cosmo. Right. It's already gotten a double gold award from the 2022 San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Oh, my. Yes. So it's a collaboration with Thomas Ashburn Craft Spirits. So 2022 is looking up. Unfortunately, only available in the states right now. All right. And not even all the states. No? A few states. So only Michigan doesn't have What? Them. Yeah. Oh, so wow. soon, hopefully, it's called The Perfect Cosmo by SJP. A lot of booze news today, huh? You had your seltzers last with a report, and now your Cosmos. My new flavor of socialites, cream soda socialites. <laughs> I'm here for it. It's almost Clearly. like uh, summer is kind of <laughs> here now, and you're like, let's go. Let's go. It was Man, like, had good. my family visiting. They're gone. I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right, time to drink Party by time. the pool. Yeah. And this is my favorite story probably of the last month, okay? Uh -huh. There's a golfer, Lydia Ko is her name, and she went viral this week because she was super open in her mid-tournament interview. Somebody asked her why her physical therapist came out mid-round, and she basically admitted that she was on her period, so sometimes her back gets a little tight. <laughs> and the male interviewer is so uncomfortable. Yeah. He's speechless. So take a listen to this, okay? You asked for Chris Wicker to come out and give you a little physical therapy as well. Is that a concern moving forward? Um, I hope not. Um, it's that time of the month. I know the ladies watching <laughs> are probably like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> So um, when that happens, um, I my back gets really tight and I'm all twisted. And it's not the first time that Chris has uh, seen me twisted. Um, but it felt a lot better after he came. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> I know you're lost for words, Jerry. <laughs> he said, oh, thanks. Thanks. He, he literally was like, thanks. Like, he just froze. Oh. Wait, wait. It felt a lot better after he came. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> wow. Dude, dude has a mandatory trip to the store to go pick up pads or tampons uh, after oh, this. Oh, like, I love it. Get used to it, man. I love it so much. <laughs>
And then, last but not least, I did want to touch on this. Uh, Drake drunkenly interrupting Jack Harlow's interview is a full vibe. So they were at the Kentucky Derby this last weekend. And there's a reporter talking to Jack Harlow. And Drake is drunk, like, in the background, just creeping. He's looking right at the camera and walking silently and slowly through the frame. Okay. And so here's what happened there. Dude, it's, it, to see you out there working out, the there's a guy next to you. Oh, Drizzy is here. Drake is in the house. I was trying to listen. I was trying to listen in to what you guys got going on. This is so exciting. He's oh like, I'm just eavesdropping. I just want to hear the conversation. I'm not here to really speak. He wrote his name. I'll say that. Dude, this is so exciting. You guys and then here's what happened. He's, he's sober. I'm drunk. Well, you know what? It's a good place to do it with the He's sober. I'm drunk. You got into those uh, Cosmos and Seltzers, eh? Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker's Cosmos at Churchill Downs. Yeah. Forget the mint juleps. We're drinking Cosmos this year. <laughs> and that was at that was at the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. All right. Love well, it. Uh, because you mentioned Kentucky Derby, I get to play this Rolling Stones song. When you're sitting back in your rose pink Cadillac, making bets on Kentucky Derby Day. That's it. That's all I needed. Now back to more on brand stuff with Taylor Swift. Coming up, we'll get into what to watch. The one that was number one at the box office this past weekend. Hold on. Now, here we go. Go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. What to watch. Hey, I'm watching 93.9 Virgin Radio. Did you do any binging this weekend? We did. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you said the top movie at the box office. You'll find out. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what it could be. <laughs> there is only one option, I, I think. That crazy Marvel movie? Yes. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness. So we, we've we got a special guest panelist who wants to talk about it. it it's just someone Special on the phone. guest it, panelist. Movie professional. <laughs> oh, it's just Tash. We're going to talk to Tash in a second about what she thought. Uh, but what have you been watching? Um, we watched the first episode of We Crashed on okay. Apple TV+. Plus. So that's that WeWork thing, and it's starring Jared Leto and oh, Anne Hathaway. Right. So far, really good. Good, eh? Also, without my fiance. That's like our show together, mm-hmm. but he won't watch The Circle with me. Of I started course. watching the new season of The Circle, and remember in the Wither Report, I said, we think the Spice Girls are going to be involved. Uh-huh. They're fully involved. So Emma Bunton and uh, Mel B are, is it Mel B or Mel C? <laughs> Scary Spice Don't ask me. are involved. They're actually catfishing one of the players. So oh they're like God. being a person on The Circle and running the social media account. So you're getting catfished by the Spice Girls. Exactly. Who would have thought we'd yeah. be here. What an age we live in. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, let's talk with Tash about Doctor Strange. That's what you saw this, this weekend at the movie. It was Mel B. Right? Mel B. Okay, yeah, good to right. know that. <laughs> so let's hear about the movie you saw this weekend. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness yes. was an insane movie, and I don't want to give anything away at all. I want everyone to go in without with knowing as little as possible. I appreciate that. But it has a lot of horror elements so if you like horror films you're gonna enjoy this the music by danny elfman is amazing the performances were amazing it's definitely the darkest marvel film i love that to date so i i don't want to say much more than that but it's it's just crazy and i think a lot of people are gonna walk out of it going what just happened (laughs) that's what i'm that's what i want that's what i'm looking for I figured it would be kind of like that because Sam Raimi's directing it. You know, Evil Dead. 
Oh, right. Michigan's right, right. own. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I heard it was kind of horror-influenced. I heard it was really dark, and I love that. I didn't know Danny Elfman was scoring it. Danny Elfman is Who's the that? composer who was playing at, uh, at Coachella, right? Playing the Simpsons theme oh! and playing all the... Uh, Tim Burton yes. movies that he's composed for. I saw a video of yeah. this viral guy and he was like playing the Nightmare Before Christmas music on yeah. stage at Coachella. I was like, what is happening? Kind of looked in like California. Carrot Top. He, he was did. like shirtless. Yeah, so <laughs> that guy. Wow. So yeah, that's that's awesome. I've heard that it is kind of crazy, but I have heard some people's criticism, and I'm sure they're mostly Marvel diehard nerds, are like, what's the point of phase four? Because if you don't know, there's different phases of the Marvel Cinematic know. Universe. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it seems like there's no direction, man. What's going on? It's like, just enjoy the ride. Just go and watch it. Listen, at this point, I've gone so long without watching any of the Marvel movies Uh that it's too much of a commitment to start because there's just going to be like way too much back watching Uh, to even understand what's going on. You have Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Then get going. You guys sitting there watching all the Star Wars movies, not touching Marvel? Be back at work in 85 years. Yeah, you come in and you're all Doctor Stranged up. You've got like a cape on and you're like (laughs) doing hand motions. You're like, we have to go back in time and repair the fabric of the universe, Johnny. Whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. So someone actually texted us about this this morning at 10.93.9. We always ask, what's living in your head rent-free? And someone was saying the six-year-old that ran a marathon. Did you see this story? So six years old, that seems a little young to be running a full-ass marathon, right? Well, they've got tiny little (laughs) legs. They're probably running twice as far as everybody else. Like You you ran, what, the 5K for Bridge to Bridge over the weekend. Yeah. I feel like even that, like a kid running a 5K, that can be a lot if it's hot out. Out and this, you know, dehydration, exhaustion, these are all valid concerns. Mm-hmm. Well, this, you know, marathon family, the, the Crawfords, Ben and Kami Crawford, they're facing backlash for running a marathon with their six-year-old son, Rainier, in tow. And this was a 26.2-mile marathon oh, yeah. called the Flying Pig Marathon in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, and the minimum age for this is 18 years old, Of right? course, because that's an adult distance. Exactly. Organizers, 42 kilometers. That's really long way. Yeah. Organizers made a special exception for the Crawford family, who did set a record in 2018 for the largest family to hike through the Appalachian Trail, which is impressive. But, you know, should that have given them the in for a six-year-old to run this marathon? Like, how do you feel about this? Text 10939, especially as a parent. Is this is this shocking to you that they would be allowed to do this? Well, it depends a lot on what the kid wants. Like, does the kid want to... Even if the kid does want to do it, it's probably... That's scary, well, right? And, and part of, you know, the reaction to this was how it went down. So... Uh, they completed the marathon with this six-year-old kid in eight hours and 35 minutes. Okay, but according... so that's actually a really long time for a marathon. Yeah. That's like double the amount yeah, of time. Yeah, because you've got a six-year-old. Um, but according to the post on the family's Instagram, Rainier, the six-year-old kid, was crying and struggling physically towards oh, the end. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, and they said, as an incentive to keep moving, the Crawfords said they promised Rainier two cans of Pringles. Which is that like, is so is that? sad. Okay, so... See, if he was excited about it and finished it and was all gung-ho, then, like, whatever, you do you. But that's really depressing. Which I'm sure he was excited, but at a certain point, you know, you're going to be breaking down as a kid running that distance. Kilometer 35 out of 42, you're like, dang. I would be breaking down. I'm six. As a (laughs) grown-ass man. If someone's promising (laughs) me two cans of Pringles, I'm like, I don't care. My body's 
quitting on me right That's now. That's so, um, so sad. So now there is obviously responses uh, from people online. Lee Troop, who is an Olympic marathon runner from Australia, uh, posted about it and said, race organizers allowing a six-year-old to run a marathon, child stopping every three minutes after 20 miles, crying and emotionally distressed, parents bribing him to finish and he'll get Pringles, parents seeing no issue in allowing this to happen, everything about this is wrong. Why could they just pick him up and just run with him? There could, Yeah, they could have done something. At least just like be like, okay, this isn't going to happen. But to bribe him with Pringles... First of all, they're like salty chips. It's not going to be what you need after being yeah. dehydrated and running. But, you know, what What do you think about this? You can text 10939 or call 519-792-6040. You know, did they, was it too much for them to ask this of their child? Are people making too big of a deal of it? And is it kind of a cool thing to do as a family? Like, how do you feel about it? Let us know. I, I just don't know. I can't see making it much farther than the 5K that you and Kevin did on Saturday, Hannah. Yeah. That, it was after you guys worked out. Yeah, that was our double workout I feel like day. that in itself is even cruel and unusual. I have some important news for you. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. Can I get in on this? On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Getting your six-year-old to run a full marathon with you. Is that child abuse or not? It's a conversation that's been going around the internet lately. If I had asked my fiancé to run a full marathon with me, that would be fiancé abuse. Absolutely. And he's not even six years old. <laughs> I should hope not, Hannah. <laughs> oh, God, no. A whole no. other thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's Hannah and Johnny. We were asking this for asking for a friend. It was a very real situation that happened at the, uh, the Flying Pig Marathon in Cincinnati where this uh, couple, you know, they're known for going on marathons and all these things, and they took their six-year-old, ended up crying you know, couldn't couldn't continue and had to stop and take breaks because and this is a little kid. You said it took them eight and a half hours yeah. to do. That's such a long time. Mm-hmm. Like just doing anything for eight hours as a six for year old sure. is, is torture. Yeah, but again, it's like twenty six mile run. Uh, text at ten ninety three nine says, I don't know if abuse is the right word. It definitely wasn't smart, but people let their kids on social media for hours a day despite the warning of experts. Yeah, that's Different true. kind of, sure, you I guess. Got, you got um, it But, yeah, lots of people. There was someone who was, uh, like, they, they put on marathons and stuff, too, and they said it would shock you how many of these requests we get. They always tell us how badly the kids want to do it and how they've been training and they just love to run. But they said, I've declined 100% of these requests and will continue to do so. Well, if something happens to a yeah. kid running a marathon, oh which things happen to full-grown adults running marathons, like, you would be almost liable for that. I'm sure that they probably signed some sort of release. Uh, yeah. But that being said, you're the one who let the kid run the marathon. Yeah. So I don't know. I think they were the parents in this situation were trying to respond to it. Um, you know, they were saying, yes, there were tears. He had a fall and every single member of our family has cried during marathons, adding that they have hours of video footage and images that will be released that depict his emotional state very clearly. So they were saying, you know, maybe the crying was isolated. Mm-hmm. It was an incident. But uh, I don't know. I think it's just the full marathons too much. Uh, we do have Sarah on the phone. 519-792-6040. It sounds like you did the family marathon right. Tell us about that. Um, nine days postpartum with my fourth child, I ran a 5K. Oh, Look at you. I was pushing my nine-year-old, my nine-day-old baby oh in a stroller wow. while I was running with my three other kids. Oh, yeah. my gosh. They wanted to do a color run at their school. Well, that's nice. So... I just put my running shoes on and went out there with them. Oh, well my done. gosh. So, there you you go. are an absolute superhero. Yeah. 
100%. All my friends who gave birth, they said they wore full adult diapers for two weeks. So I can't even imagine running a 5K hey, nine days after you have a kid. I've seen the pictures of marathons. That happens sometimes, right? <laughs> More with Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Next. Everything is automated these days. Meat forklift. <laughs> Including us. No, robots are seriously coming for our jobs. And now they're coming for my cheap wine Wednesday. Oh, no. How? What is happening? There's a group of researchers at Dartmouth College, and they've created an AI algorithm that writes wine reviews. And it's pretty convincing. Most people couldn't tell the difference between what was written by humans and what was written by machines. All right. So usually, you know when they have those scripts where they make AI-generated movie scripts? You can tell that it's wrong. Uh Okay, take a listen to this AI-generated review. It says, this is a sound Cabernet. It's very dry and a little thin in blackberry fruit, which accentuates the acidity and tannins. Drink up. Okay. You can't really I don't know about the sound part. This is a sound sound beverage. Cabernet. This was not poison enough to kill an average (laughs) human. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's close. But I think yours are a lot more like, you know, free and fast and loose. When you do Cheap Wine Wednesday videos... It's the, it doesn't even have that much detail. There's no detail. I say this was eight ninety nine, and then I put my hand out, and I just have a ranking out of ten. There's, there's no commentary whatsoever. Here's another AI generated uh-huh. review for wine. It says, "Pretty dark for a rosé, and full bodied with cherry, raspberry, vanilla, and spice flavors. Uh-huh. It's dry with good acidity." Okay. You can't tell. I guess, but it, it gets because it's something so simple. Uh, are they written reviews, or is there any like, is there ever like a, a, a audio or there's, video? There's component no to audio review. That would be that would be terrifying. To yeah, me if it was, but uh, yeah, put it on a wine podcast, I suppose. But they are saying that this isn't to replace the human review writer. They say we envision a workflow wherein machines take the metadata as inputs and generate a human-readable review as a first draft. Wow. So they're supposed to help wine reviewers by giving them, like, an outline. Mm-hmm. But they sound pretty good. You're like, you don't need the human. It's already there. It's done. Yeah. It's written. Yep. See, earlier you were making fun of me for talking about AI taking over, and now here you are saying that they're going to take your wine reviewing job. What did what were, what were you saying AI was going to take uh, over? That robots like, were climbing the Renaissance Center towers oh, yeah. to hack the broadcast. Okay, well, that's a little bit of a stretch. Is it? I wouldn't compare the two. Hey, Siri, are you coming for our jobs and livelihood? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else? See what I, I mean? Avoiding the question. Good morning. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Every morning, 93.9 Virgin Radio. For the first time ever, guests will be able to stay inside the never-before-seen interior space of the iconic red windmill of the Moulin Rouge in Paris. That's pretty cool. It's I, pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even remember what you were talking about when you first mentioned the windmill until I looked it up and I was like, "Oh yeah, definitely. That's that's iconic." If you've seen the movie, yeah. you know the windmill and the elephant wink wink. But anyway, this is a stay in the windmill. It's going to transport you back to a belle époque boudoir. Wow. It only costs a dollar, but you need to win your way in. Okay. So, booking opens at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, May 17th. There are three one-night stays up for grabs. It has to be June 13th, 20th, and 27th. Okay. So, clear your calendars if you win, because this is an amazing prize. 
It includes a private tour of the Moulin Rouge, an aperitif on the romantic rooftop terrace, followed by a three-course dinner, and also in the next morning, classic Parisian petit déjeuner. Wow. You get a meet-and-greet with the lead dancer in her dressing room and the best seats in the house for the Moulin Rouge show that night. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, are you, did you just bring up this story to practice your French accent more? Because I feel like it's been coming out a lot lately. Are they going to give any croissants? Oh. Croissants. I still I stand by the fact that you cannot say the word croissant without sounding like an absolute jerk. Yeah. Like you can, Is there a possible way to pronounce it? Because either you're leaning in too hard, yeah. like you do, and you're like, croissant. Yeah, you have to do that and pretend like it's funny. Because yeah. if you say croissant, yeah. then you're uncultured swine <laughs> in Canada, right? What about croissant? No. Croissant? No. No. Oh, you want to go down to Peary, get some croissants? No. No? Okay, well, uh. go to the Moulin Rouge instead and stay in the windmill. Yeah, it's actually really easy to win your way in. All you have to do is have a verified Airbnb profile with a history of at least three positive reviews. Okay. 18 plus. And then you just tell them why you want to win. And mm-hmm. that's it. So Canadians can totally win. Yeah, you can. Yeah, okay, but cool. you're responsible for your own uh, trip to and from Paris. Wow. And if you look at this listing, it's kind of funny. They talk about the amenities. And it starts to sound kind of crappy when you look at all yeah. the amenities. It says, yeah, they got towels, bed sheets, soap, toilet paper, smoke alarm, fire extinguisher. But then there's a lot of things not included. So it's like no kitchen, no Wi-Fi, no TV, no washer, no air conditioning. Oh, you're in a windmill. No <laughs> hair dryer, no carbon monoxide alarm. Okay. So like, look out. It's a death trap. No heating one. and no private entrance. Okay. So right. you're basically sleeping out of doors because there's nothing hooked up. In and this they're place. not even paying for your trip to Paris. No. So you're f- <laughs> okay, if then. you die from carbon monoxide <laughs> from that Moulin Rouge, wow. it's been nice. Yeah. It's been a slice. It's a podcast and it's on the radio. Magic. Check out Hannah and Johnny weekday morning, 6 to 10 on 93.9 Virgin Radio.